0: Today's episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. What are some things standing in the way of being the best version of you? For a lot of people, life, your past, and sometimes your current situation can cause roadblocks in your life. Mental health is incredibly important, and so many, including myself, can benefit from talking to a professional and working to dismantle those roadblocks. That's why I'm excited to talk to you guys about BetterHelp. BetterHelp knows no two people are the same and will help to assess your personal needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. These incredibly convenient appointments are in a safe and completely private online environment, and you can start chatting with your new therapist in under 24 hours. You can message with your counselor at any time and get a timely response, plus schedule weekly video or phone sessions. Just meaningful sessions with experts who specialize in things like depression, stress, anxiety, family conflict, LGBTQ matters, grief, and so much more. There is truly someone there for everyone. And BetterHelp is committed to finding your perfect match, which means if you and your counselor don't mesh for whatever reason, They make it easy and free to seek someone new if needed. BetterHelp is more affordable than traditional offline counseling. And with financial aid available and access worldwide, they truly make it easy for anyone to seek the help they need. As a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting our sponsor at betterhelp.com slash morning cup. There were two more murders 15 miles away. When police arrived, arrived, they found the telephones and electricity lines. We have a... Okay. A scene described by one investigator as reminiscent of a weird Cup of murder Some men and women enter into the prison system and are able to be released years later with a new lease on life. They keep their noses clean and live out the rest of their lives as a productive member of society. However, Howard Allen Jr., born on February 10th, 1949, and the subject of today's story, wasn't one of those criminals. So, if you like your coffee hot but your bones chilled, sit back and start your day with a morning cup of murder. In August of 1974, Opal Cooper, an 85-year-old woman living in Marion County, Indiana, woke to find a man robbing her home. Unfortunately for her, this petty robbery soon took a violent twist when 24-year-old Howard Allen Jr. beat her to death. He was arrested and charged with her murder, but because that charge was manslaughter, he was sentenced to two to 21 years in prison. Howard was paroled in 1985 and returned to Indianapolis where he was able to find work at a local car wash. Now, while some are able to pay for their crimes and leave prison a changed man, Howard was not one of them. He almost immediately began committing random break-ins and on May 18, 1987, he assaulted a 73-year-old woman who just narrowly escaped with her life. This close call didn't seem to deter him and two days later, he entered the home of 87-year-old Laverne Hale. Unfortunately, Laverne wasn't gonna be lucky enough to leave her home with her life. She was beaten to the point of near death and after staying in the hospital for over a week, died on May 29, 1987. On June 2nd, 1987, Howard burglarized the home of an elderly man who lived just five blocks from Laverne Hale and, finding that the home was without its tenant, grew angry and set the house on fire. Twelve days later, he entered the home of 73-year-old Ernestine Griffin, beat her with her toaster, and stamped her with her own butcher knife, all for a camera and $15. Now, just before Ernestine lost her life, she spoke to a man named Dr. Seaman, Dr. Seaman owned a dental office right next door to Ernestine's home, and on this particular day, she was calling to tell him that a man stopped by her house asking about an old car that the doctor was selling. She said that she had the man write down his name and number so she could relay the message. The next morning, when Dr. Seaman walked over to her house to get that message, he stumbled upon her beaten body. On her kitchen table was a note that bore the name Howard Allen, who could be reached at 545-5109. Using the only viable lead they had, a known murderer's name and number inside of a dead woman's home, police picked up and arrested Howard Allen Jr. At first, he denied any knowledge of Dr. Seaman, his car, or Ernestine Griffin. But after several hours of questioning, he finally admitted that he had been inside of the home asking about the car, and had struck her in the face after Dr. Seaman had insulted him on the phone and Ernestine had cursed at him. After some more time in police custody, Howard eventually told police, I didn't stab the lady, but if I did, I need help. Between this vague confession and the fact that the co-owner of the car wash said that Howard gave him a camera to hide in his locker the day of the murder, and that that camera was matched to the one stolen from Ernestine's home, Howard Allen Jr. was charged with not only her murder, But Laverne Hales and the handful of assaults and robberies he committed while on parole. Laverne happened to live right behind Howard and, given the similar MOs, it wasn't difficult for investigators to connect him to the crimes. In total, he was connected to 11 other cases all around Indianapolis involving assaults and break-ins at the home of elderly men and women. In the spring of 1988, Howard was convicted of burglary and felony battery with an additional count of habitual criminal behavior. He was sentenced to 88 years for those charges. Then on June 11, 1988, he was convicted of the murder and robbery of Ernestine Griffin, found guilty and sentenced to death. This would later be reduced to 60 years upon appeal on the grounds of intellectual disability. Tentatively, Howard Allen Jr. will be released in the year 2035. Thank you for joining me in my morning cup of murder. Please join me again tomorrow to What Terrible Thing Happened on February 11th. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and let me know how you like it. If you want to help support the podcast, there's always Patreon or just sharing it with your true crime obsessed friends. And remember, stay safe.